You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I'm your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. I'm really excited to talk to you today about this idea of joint finances, separate finances. What is the deal that's going on with that? When I was thinking about an episode for this podcast, I was really trying to think of questions that I get asked on a on a pretty regular basis. And that is around how should I pay my bills? Should we have a joint account? Should I have separate accounts? What do you recommend? And really, truthfully, this answer is going to be a little annoying, but it's the truth. It really depends. It depends on so many different factors. So majority of clients that I see that are in, are in a relationship, if you share expenses, it makes sense to have a joint account. Okay, there's exceptions to every rule, but it does make sense to have a joint account where those joint expenses can come out of. Now, just because you have a joint account does not mean that you both need to be contributing 50-50, right? I have some clients that make more money, less money, and so their uh, amount that they're contributing to that joint account is different. And that's okay. That's treating somebody different in order to treat them equally as a percentage of their income going into to fund the household. I also have clients that really are adamant to have things 50-50 regardless of income. And that's okay because every relationship is totally different. I'm working with a client right now and that is exactly her situation. She had some negative money experiences in the past and it is definitely shaping how she's moving forward with her relationship now in a common law relationship structure. So for her, it's my job to highlight some inefficiencies with how money is being handled. But at the end of the day, you really need to handle money, how it's going to be the most comfortable for you based on so many different factors, your money mindset, your past experiences with money, your financial goals. So there are many factors that come into play. So when I'm talking about this, this is very general in nature. And what I see majority of the time when there's more than one person that is working and more than one person that has expenses. So if you are in that situation where you're in a relationship, my suggestion is to have a joint account for those joint expenses. That's somewhere where your income can either go into, or if you have separate accounts, you can continue to have your separate account and then just put a predetermined amount every two weeks, every week, every month into that joint account to help pay for those joint expenses. So joint expenses would be things like the groceries or maybe not, right? Depending on, I know some couples have, you know, you pay for the groceries, I'll pay for the mortgage, or you've split it up in some way. So you really have to figure out what works the best for you. In my experience, what what tends to work the best is having all the joint expenses, all of them in one account, and income going into that account to fund those expenses, and then having separate accounts on the you know, on the offshoot, I guess you could say, 
to fun things like getting your nails done, going for a massage, you know, getting your hair done, a Starbucks latte, gifts, things like that, so that you have control over your own own finances. So I'll just explain my situation because I think that might help some of you. So my husband and I, we are both self-employed, so our income fluctuates, right? I have my business account. So when I get paid from my business, it goes into my business account. And essentially what I do is I pay myself out of that business account, a predetermined amount, every two weeks so that I'm, I'm constantly getting revenue right into my personal account. Now it comes into my personal account. And then what I do is I look to see what are our joint expenses? Where's our joint account? The money goes into the joint account, right? To pay for all of those expenses. And then I have my own spending money that I can buy whatever the hell I want. Right. And that I think is really empowering when you, When you have access to your own money without your partner necessarily knowing what you're doing with it, and it's not to be malicious, it's not to be sneaky or not transparent with your finances, but I do think that some autonomy with your finances is important. And I say that for a variety of reasons. The main one being that I often find when I'm working with single, my single clients, where they were maybe married before or in a in a long-term relationship and everything was tied together. Everything was tied together. And so then now when they're apart, they don't know how to manage their finances and they've never had access to money when they were in a relationship. And what that does is sometimes, most of the time, it causes overspending because they don't know how to manage that money. Or The opposite sometimes happens where they're afraid to spend money because they're now on one income. There's so many different layers to this conversation. And I really encourage you to talk to a professional to see what makes the most sense for you. What's your money mindset? You know, work with a professional that knows about the money mindsets and how how you can really structure your finances to optimize your mindset. What is a money mindset? You know, I kind of dance around this a little bit because I reserve this for my private clients. To be honest, full transparency, that's what I do for my clients is have them really understand innately how they're wired to think about money. But essentially, what it comes down to is, are you naturally somebody that feels safe spending money and with debt? Because there are some people that are completely fine holding debt. And if they're in a relationship with a partner that is completely not fine with holding debt, right, whether that debt is quote unquote good, so good debt being a mortgage or a student loan or a car loan, we tend to to attribute that as being good debt. So some people are just really comfortable with that and some really are not. And when you when you bring the two together, I talked a little bit about this in the last episode about arguing with your spouse about money, is when there's when those two mindsets come together, there's a lot of friction because they're competing interests, right? One is okay, one is not. And ultimately when it comes down to money, It's so emotional in nature, and I keep saying this, but it's so true that money is so emotional in nature that you really need to figure out what your spending triggers are. A lot of times it's an emotional spending trigger or figure out why you're not able to feel safe spending your money because that happens too. And I find that 
when people grew up with in a single family home or in a home with not a lot of disposable income, they were told no a lot. They were told we can't afford this. What do you think money grows on trees? All this language that a lot of us grew up with, right? And not to knock that generation, but you know, there was a real different mindset when it came to certain generations and and certain families of how they spent money. And just our access to credit now is just insane compared to what it was even a generation ago. So depending on how you grew up around that money, if you feel really unsafe around going on that date night and spending the money or, you know, buying the brand new car or, paying for your kid's education because, ah, nobody paid for my schooling, you know? So you really need to get down to what are your goals and how can we best achieve these goals? A lot of times having a joint account makes a lot of sense, unifying all the expenses and things like that. But for some people, it doesn't. It actually makes them feel very unsafe because they don't have the control that they need around their finances. And it's not to take control away from the other partner, it's to feel like they are in control of their own finances. So I think the conversation just needs to be had between you and your spouse or your significant other and figure out what makes the most sense here, right? A client that I'm dealing with, she is finding in their joint account that they're running out of money. And it's because they haven't really sat down to look at and uncover, well, what are the true joint expenses, right? Groceries. Whose expense is that? And if I'm using my own personal expense, am I then taking money out of the joint account to replenish my personal account? So how do you deal with that expense, right? And those are all things that I dive into with my clients of how to structure it that makes the most sense for them. What I find happens a lot of time is you Google a budget and you try to figure out this budget and it works on paper, but yet you go to implement it and it just doesn't work. And this is probably why, because you probably have some joint expenses. You probably have some separate expenses or want to keep some autonomy of some of your money, but yet the budget isn't structured, isn't set up that way to tell it what's joint, what's separate, how much money do I actually have that is available for me to spend? And how do I feel safe around my money? That question needs to be answered, and that question is answered along the way whenever you work with me. So shameless plug, you know, if you are somebody that you're not sure, should this be joint, should this be separate, how can you get your cash flow structured so that there's no money leaks along the way? And that's a big, big, big part of what I look for for my clients. So hopefully this episode was helpful. Again, there's no cookie cutter answer to joint versus separate. My recommendation nine times out of 10 is to have a joint account for your, you know, your fixed monthly household expenses, and then make sure that you have your own separate accounts that you are managing finances, you are getting used to that you are getting responsible of paying bills on your own, that sort of thing. I think empowering us, us as in women to do that is super, super, super important. So love to hear what you think of this episode. Take a screenshot, tag me at Heidi Rumor on Instagram, leave a review, let me know what you're thinking. And I want to hear from you. Do you have a joint account? Do you have separate account? Do you have a combo? I want to hear, let me know. So hope everybody has an awesome rest of your day and we'll talk to you. Bye.